This is Aaron and Brooke, and you're listening to In the Middle-ish Podcast. We are mothers, wives, and if you don't already know, sisters. Join us as we get real and raw about navigating through personal development, health and wellness, and all the twists and turns that life brings. Our hope is that just one person hears us, and it sparks a curiosity to launch their own personal development journey. We hope that you'll join us each week as we share the ups and downs of being in the middle of life, because you sure as hell can't skip the middle. Quick disclaimer, we are not professionals. Everything in our podcast is based off our personal experiences and opinions. Hello. Welcome back. It's Erin. And Brooke. And we are from... In the, in middle-ish. the middle-ish. <laughs> you know, something today that came up to me is um, when someone asks who I am or what my name is, when it's just Brooke and Aaron's not in front of it, it feels really weird. Like half <laughs> of me is missing. Huh. Isn't that weird? I just noticed that today in the shower. Like, I don't ooh. go to places where people ask me who I am. So I'm <laughs> just really uncomfortable when it's like, when it's just, I'm Brooke. Like, if the Aaron doesn't. Come before or after. Brooke and Aaron. Nah, it's never Brooke and Aaron. I don't know. It's always Aaron and Brooke. Possibly, yeah, I am older. Well, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. We had a really exciting weekend. We're so excited to share it with you. But first, we'll talk about our Trinity. All right, so um, one of the one of my brags is that, um, you know, can you go first? <laughs> I can go first. Okay. Uh, so one of my brags. Look, I wrote it on my oh my gosh. index card. If now I understand the tablet more. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So my brag is I've been really good to myself this week. Yeah. Yeah, and it it feels good, you know. Um, I've just I've been good to myself. I've went to the gym, which I don't like. I think the gyms are stupid, and and I don't like when I first start going in, and I'm like trying to be all in shape and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I went in after we had recorded our, our podcast last week, and you brought up my words like whimsical and airy fairy. I'm like, that's how I'm going to the gym. I'm going to be whimsical and airy-fairy. And I got on that elliptical nice and slow. And I was listening to, like, Whitney Houston, like, singing. As I just felt like I was in, like, 1987. <laughs> and it felt good. Um, so that was my brag. Just been really good. Been really good to my skin and doing my night routine. And I can see it. I feel, like, nice and dewy and fresh. And, yeah. So that's my brag. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah. Um, my grateful... Okay. I'm just grateful for right now. I, I'm grateful that I f- that I feel like I'm, I've come up. So I'm not coming up anymore. Like I've come up out of a rut and like let go of some shit. So I'm really grateful for just where I'm at in the season. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our ups and downs, and I feel like I'm on a on an up. Okay. And so I'm grateful for that. And um, my desire, I want to be on the beach. My desire is to put my feet in the sand real soon. Do we need to have a day trip or something? Where would we go on a day trip to? Go to Ocean City. I mean, it's three hours away. Yeah, maybe. I just, I need my feet in the sand. Like, I just 
feel like I want that grounded. Maybe I want to ground this good feeling. Okay. Sounds like, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So my brag would be. Um, Did you make me go first because you knew yours was going to be better? No, because Did... I was, con- I, I, there's some things that I want to say, but I wanted to kind of see what you said first. Cause I think a lot of my stuff has to do with the episode that we're about to talk about. So like, I, I think that my brag, my brag definitely is I upped my water intake last week. Um, which felt really, really good until Thursday. Snap cups. There, my brag was I upped my water intake. I ate, you know, pretty well. And then Thursday, Patrick was like, hey, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, I don't know. And then he's like, what if I brought, like, fried chicken home from Rofo? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then he brought it home, and we sat and we watched the show, and it was horrible. And, like, it wasn't good, but it made me – like, we both looked at each other and was like, that so wasn't worth it. Let's not do that again. So my brag was that I upped my water intake – and you didn't like the fried. You didn't like and the rofo. Like, but you know that's my thing. But like maybe this, yeah, right. Because at least you weren't hiding it, getting it yourself, and eating it in your car yourself this time, which I have been known to do. But like, but this you is like I'm kind of I'm over well, it for a little while. There, I'm grateful that I was able to recognize that. Ah, uh, you know what? This didn't like align with kind of what I wanted want to do and what I want to be and kind of. It's not aligning with my word for the year with health. And, you know, I was grateful that maybe it was like an intervention from God who made it like really gross, greasy chicken instead of nice, crispy like They didn't fried follow chicken. the directions Right. Correctly. So like, was there like divine intervention in there? <clears throat> so grateful that I recognized it again, right? And then my desire, <clears throat> my desire is... Um, really to move forward with building this community that we have. And I think this, this is kind of like a really good segue into what we've done this weekend. Right. So Brooke and I, um, stepped out of our comfort zone a little bit, I think Friday and Saturday. Uh, we'll talk about Friday a little bit first. Uh, Friday, we went to a mom's night out, uh, Katie Dragos, who we are, we just adore. And I was able to do massage at the retreat that she held, um, back in early December, she hosts M- Mom's Night Outs. I think she does them bi-monthly is what yeah. I believe she's going to do. So um, she held a Mom's Night Out at a local restaurant, and Brooke and I went. And I picked Brooke up, and, you know, we kind of went in. And I have this – I'm just so uncomfortable in groups of people that I don't know. And so we kind of, like – walked in and we sat in the corner by ourselves and we looked at the menu. Le- and- Les said, we're not the Steel Sisters. We're the Scarf Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so we had our scarves. The scarf scarves. Sisters. We had our scarves like all up and we just kind of went in, <clears throat> kind of well, just the two of us. Let me ask, what, what were you expecting? <clears throat> I was expecting exactly what it was. Um, I definitely was expecting some of the women that I had met at the retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and probably some more women that, that I hadn't met at that time. But I was expecting exactly what it was. But again, it's just so uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that it was very casual. And I was totally uncomfortable. Like super like awkwardly uncomfortable. But once I saw that it was just very casual and just kind of sit wherever and the conversations just kind of went where they went and we got to, you know, and some of the conversations were very 
open. So it wasn't like a workshop or like mom's night out to. It wasn't structured. Right. So th- so it was very. That's what I really that I really liked about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so and we did. We talked. To, to I thought it was going to be businessy, but then it's like you know I realized it's for busy moms, and so it's just to get out and let go of the busyness. Yeah, I think it's it's giving us permission to, you know, we're so busy at home, um, you know, with our, our jobs and, you know, getting dinner on the table and cleaning up dinner and making sure homework gets done. And, you know, for those that have small children, getting baths and clothes ready for the next day. And we just have all of that going on. And it was it was a way to kind of step away from all of that and really focus on us as women or us as people and and a couple of things that I learned, um, oh, but I'm going to cut in again because it's. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. I would have went if you didn't go. Oh, I definitely wouldn't have went because if you didn't it's go. like <laughs> yes, I need Aaron in front of Brooke. Yeah, and you know, and and there was a woman that came who. So everybody pretty much in the room knew somebody else, right? So. So Brooke and I know one another, and then we knew the person hosting, right? And then she she had her people that she knew, and 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 we kind of like I said, I did massage for a couple of these women, so I knew I knew them. There was a woman that came who knew nobody. No one. She was in the area. She noticed it online. She was like, you know what? I don't have my kids this weekend. I have a free night. I'm gonna go. And I felt that was so brave of her to come and not only did she show up but she showed up and she was truly herself and she did exactly what that night was for she was able to kind of like share her shit and make some connections right and I and it was just it was it was really nice to like meet other women who were right in the middle where we are a couple of the things that that I learned from that night was um we all need community and I think that we just need other women in our lives to realize that we're not alone. And, you know, I'm I'm very selective as to who I let into my circle. Um, but, you know, it's nice to have conversations and know you're not alone. So none of us want to feel alone. That was another thing that, you know, I learned. And it's like this woman showing up and not knowing anybody. And, you know, Katie for, you know, being vulnerable with her story and, and opening up to other women and letting these women come in and, and holding space for what women. I thought that's like really brave of her. Um, and then something else that I really learned is that we all have trauma and we all have a past. There's not one woman in that room or one woman that I know who don't have who don't have a past, who don't have their own trauma. And some women's trauma look or some people's trauma look more than what yours is, but your trauma is your trauma. And just because somebody else has more trauma doesn't discredit yours. Mm-hmm. And that you have to hold space. Let's hold space for one another. Like it's not a competition as to who has more trauma or who has less trauma. It's being able to hold a space so that somebody can speak about their trauma and get that out, the stuff that they're holding in and it's on their shoulders all of the time and just allowing someone to have an ear to listen to. Do you know what? I I don't hug. I'm not a hugger, but I hugged several women that night and like, when I when I do choose to hug you, I'm not going to give you the measly little, 
one arm pat on the back hug, I'm going to hug you because if I don't hug, so my hugs are something that like my soul speaks to me and says, this person needs to connect with your soul and that's how I'll connect with them. So how about you? What did you learn from Friday? What did I learn from Friday? Well, again, I don't know that I would have went. Actually, I would have met because I I did owe it to Katie to show up because she is someone who who I see that shows up every single day. She shows up for herself and she shows up shows up for her community. So I would have went without you. I would have just been much more awkward than what I already was. <laughs> Wouldn't you have been the the way corner with all the chairs? The chair stacked Yes. Up so it's like, you know, I'm walking in. Luckily, I have my big sister with me. And and we go to the table furthest away from everyone, put our stuff down and sit down, like, to our backs to everyone at that. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, when have I always been awkward? Like, when the heck did things start feeling so awkward or am I just awkward and nobody ever decided to tell me the truth about myself? Like, bitch, you're awkward. I've always wanted to be the center of attention since I was a little girl. You know, it was like, it was all about me. Look at me. Here I am. It's me. You know, I wanted to be the center of attention. I wanted to be the one telling stories. I, I wanted to be Jem. You did want to be Jem. I wanted to be Jem. And um, and she, yeah, she's like got like this split personality kind of thing. And... Um, I'm missing the wild side, but do you see my hair? <laughs> uh -huh. Like my hair, I've noticed, well, for a while I've been blowing it out, straightening my hair. And then like today I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make it big. And I realize every time I start embracing the bigness of my hair, I've let, let go of some shit. There you go. And like now, now I can show up not feeling so awkward because my hair is so big. It, it's like my security blanket. Well, okay, so let's let's flip to Saturday night a little bit, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so well, women, we're talking about feeling so awkward walking into this mom's night, right? And we go, we, we want to, like, we're in the corner and we're by ourselves and our back to people because I, I don't know why, right? And then Saturday night comes and it is literally our alter egos. Yeah. Because you want to talk about Saturday night? Okay, so I wanted to go roller skating for my birthday. So Erin put that together, and her whole family was there. Her husband, her son and his girlfriend, his daughter, and her boyfriend, her boyfriend the oldest, couldn't come. And then my whole family and one of Aniston's friends, and we go roller skating. And, um, oh, my God, I just... From the beginning, before I think I even got my skates on, I was laughing from the belly, you know... Just watching us all have so much fun and laugh and, and look absolutely ridiculous. There is a picture of you and I laughing, and we look absolutely ridiculous and awkward, right? But I didn't even care. No, I didn't care. I mean, I haven't worn roller skates in probably 30 years, you know, um, I or, or longer. I knew I was not going to be able to do this. I put roller skates on without hesitation. You know, I, I know that over the last couple years, like there are things that I want to do and I don't do because I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to look stupid doing it. So I'm not going to do it. And, and I, I didn't care. 
actually one part that's come up for me is I'm going to look stupid and somebody's going to get a picture of how stupid I look and then they're going to post it on social media and people are going to think I look that stupid. And I don't look that stupid in person, I promise. I do look that stupid. <laughs> Especially that night. I mean, I said I, I look like a. I said I look like a tootsie roll. No, that was no. No, we're gonna. But I do feel like I looked a little bit like a tootsie roll. I, you know, I had a great time. But I didn't think of that till after. I didn't think about how stupid I looked or ridiculous I looked, or if my double chin was showing or not. Like I didn't think about that until after. I just did Yeah, I didn't care. I threw those on and I could not skate. Um, I couldn't like go around the edges. So I was like, I was up against the wall. I did make it around, I believe, four times before I decided to take the skates off just because not because like I couldn't do it and I was frustrated, like my ankles and my calves were hurting so bad. But I was so proud of myself that I went around and I laughed. Oh, my gosh. We laughed so hard that night. You know, and Brooke's husband, I, I don't know if he's secretly going roller skating <laughs> without us, but that man was like dancing and recording on the floor. I mean, he got a recording of me from behind, which is just, we're not even going to go there. And then like, as he passed me, flipped the camera around and got me from you know, the front. And I was just like, I, I yeah. And he was dancing. Oh, he had the best time. He had the best time, and, and he and he had to stop himself from going to buy <laughs> roller skates. Speed skates. He was going to go buy himself speed skates, and he said he, he really talked himself out of it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. It was just so – it was – we let our guard down, and we had such a good time, and I know, you know, I am working really hard to feeling comfortable in my skin, Um you know, I see pictures of myself and, and I'm not happy with the way that I, when I look in the mirror, I look one way and then a picture is taken and I look a totally different way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm looking my age and, you know, I've put on some weight and I don't like that, but that's who I am. And I have to get comfortable with exactly who I am. And, you know, I refuse to let a picture that I don't like the way that I look take away that time that I had on Saturday because, it was just, it was, I reclaimed some childlike joy, you know, and that's all I just kept thinking about. I was there for you. I was there for you to have fun. And I think we accomplished that. And in that, <clears throat> I just had the best time. Yeah. Even watching Braylon, you know, I can remember being her age, roller skating, you know, watching Aniston. I can remember being her age and roller skating, watching Brinkley. I can remember. I know I said their names, whatever. Each stage of their lives, I can remember roller skating then and how much I loved it then. And I was really, like, I just really enjoyed myself. Well, I you wasn't... got out there, too. I mean, you were doing really well. I was shocked at, like, you just got out there and yeah, you were doing it. Yeah, someone did run into me and almost knocked me over, and I screamed. And then I just jumped over him and still didn't fall. Oh, and uh... Brinkley was like, Mom, you pushed her down. I'm like, well, she ran into me, and she's like, well, you screamed at her. I'm like, well, she scared me, so yes, I pushed her down. <laughs> you, don't, you don't run into someone when they're roller skating without saying, excuse me. I thought she was coming to hurt me, <laughs> and then I had to jump over her. Uh, but, oh, God, it was so much fun. And then even Friday night, um, you know, it was uncomfortable. 
and awkward. And then the belly laughs on the car ride home. That just set the tone for the weekend as well. Like we were able to talk about how uncomfortable and awkward we felt. You know, when I picked you up, I'm sorry, when you picked me up and I got in the car, you were a little, you know, you're like, I feel dusty. Do I look dusty? And, And you didn't. You didn't. And I felt like I was a squeezed tooth, a tooth, tube of toothpaste. Yes. Um, yeah, I was so, I was so insecure. It was so weird because I was so insecure Friday about make, making a good impression in the way that I looked. And then on Saturday, I didn't care. Right. Saturday made a to- total, you know, no, we didn't even make total fools out of ourselves. We, we had fun. And, and if, if, and if anyone was watching us, they were smiling because they saw how much fun we were having. Absolutely. Now, my husband didn't skate. Um, <clears throat> he did not feel comfortable putting um, wheels under himself. And he sat back and he just he just laughed. And he just said it was, it was so good for him to see me having fun. And he doesn't see that very often. He sees the... You know, the mom who's trying to keep everybody in order and make sure they're doing their homework and working all the time and trying to stress out about, you know, what am I going to make for dinner? Because it's the worst decision I, I, I have to make every single day. And um, <clears throat> and he said it was, you know, it was it was nice. Yeah. What else? Um, I'll bring something up. Go ahead. Yeah. So one of the girls on Friday night brought up something that was interesting that I had been talking to Aaron about earlier, but the girl had said, you know, I, I'm, I talked to my mom and I said to her, you know what? I don't, I don't want to be resilient this year. I'm like done being resilient. And I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. I said to Aaron, I spent all this time like, Oh, I got to heal this. I got to heal that. It was like, is that a buzzword? I like, Oh, I got to heal myself. I've been, I haven't been living life or, living in the present moment or, or have, having fun. Like I just drove myself into just how to heal all kinds of shit that I just wasn't looking to. Yeah. <clears throat> and I thought what she said too, I mentioned this to you earlier, Brooke, like I feel like in the past everywhere I showed up where I never wanted to have a victim mentality, but I feel like everywhere I showed up, that's kind of what I brought along with me. Because, you know, I have the situation, you know, with my husband and his addiction and, you know, being in just the throes of his his active addiction for so long, um, you know, I was emotionally depleted and psychologically depleted, financially depleted, every, every, you know, every way that I possibly could be. And I, it was all this just fake it, right? Like fake that smile and fake your confidence and, you know, just trying to always present myself as being okay when I never was okay. Um, and you know, I, I get so sick of people saying, Oh, you're so resilient. Or, you know, I hear, I hear it. Oh, you're such a saint for sticking with him. And I hate when people say that I hate it Mm -hmm. because, um, no, I'm, I'm not a saint for, you know, I, I, I fell in love with my husband. I got married. I had my children. His addiction kind of went out of, out of control. And I don't know why my, my own trauma, my own brokenness or whatever you want to call it, kept me in this until where I am now. He's, you know, we're close to two and a half, almost three years 
you know, sober and like, I don't want to be called those things because that's what I was supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I lived my life and I have, I have brought myself from food stamps and welfare to where I am right now, you know, and I am a champion and I am a winner and I did that shit on my own and I worked my ass off. I don't want to hear that I'm resilient. Yeah. I'm strong. I think it's like, well, even strong, I get kind of tired of like, I wonder if we're going through this time where it starts, where we, where we need to start kind of shedding the masculine that we've been carrying around and step into like the feminine. Like, like I keep hearing, you know, my seventh grader is, you know, she's in seventh grade and seventh grade was the hardest for me. <clears throat> middle school is the hardest. Like I thought middle school, ugh, just freaking middle school sucked. And now I'm like recognizing like, Oh shit. Like everything she's going through is triggering like the seventh grader in me. Right. right. And, um, <laughs> well, you brought up a good point. I well, think it's, I, it's I forgot that, the point. Well, but there's the masculine, right? Oh, the and feminine. Like- and so like, yeah, so I'm showing up to the school and I'm like tight lipped and like, beady eyes like because I'm pissed you know I'm angry I just not not specific people the situation it's like the seventh grader in me just wants to hurt someone and then I'm like oh my god no soften like soften up and like find you know I'm standing there and I'm like all right find your feet like feel your feet on the ground and like you know like checked and corrected my posture and I'm like you need to be her soft soft landing yeah and 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 even be a soft landing for any of those kids that might look my way Mm -hmm. if I can just be that soft tender person because that is I think deeply who I am I'm very soft and tender I've just covered that up a lot Mm -hmm. and like I think it's time to start shedding like that masculine strong tough I'm so tough you know I can take anything like Oh, yeah, can you just like pick me up and carry me away on a horse? And, I, you know, like I am a hundred percent with you. I, I, I mean, I've taken on the oh, I can do it all. I don't need, I don't need a man in my life. I can take it all. You know, and there's this whole feminist movement, right? And it's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I can do it, but I don't want to. I don't to. want to. Right? I don't want. I don't want to. Like, I want to. Sh- I do want to share my life with like someone and like. Well, I don't want to do everything. Look, I can do, and what I've proven to myself is I can do anything that I want to. I can, I can find a mouse in a mouse trap and pick it up and throw it away. I don't have to wait for a man to do that. I can kill a bug if I, I have to. I call daddy I don't have to. I, actually, I could call my husband, but he wouldn't come home for work for a mouse. But daddy would come over. <laughs> I wouldn't call daddy I'd get it myself. I know you would. My I, husband. Your husband even says, wait till mom gets home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I know that I can do these things. Um, and I know that I can do them because I've watched you do them, but doesn't mean I have to do them. No, I think right. that, you know, embrace if you have somebody to do those things for you. I don't want to take the trash out. I'm okay with my husband doing that. I don't want to wash my car. I'm okay with my husband doing that. You know, my husband is not going to fix anything in my house. I know that, but I'm okay hiring a man or woman, you know, to do it for me. I know that I can if I have to. I'm just at a place where it's like I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to soften. Yeah, me too. And I'm ready to. Yeah, so maybe that's just kind of where we are and some of the lessons we're learning. I think some of the other things, you know, um, I, I mentioned earlier that that, you know, feeling uncomfortable in my skin um, you know, I, I cringe at pictures of myself and I, I need to work on that. Um, 
why am I so worried about, I think we talked about this, like putting ourselves on social media, right? <sighs> so like we want to build this community, but I, at the same time, it's like I feel uncomfortable putting my myself out there, my face out there. Um, who wants to see me? Like why would anybody want to look at me? Like those kind of things, I think. And I'm in the middle of working on my inner self, and I have to realize that I'm going to work on my inner self and my outer self is going to follow as long as I'm – you know, I'm setting those boundaries at work. I'm closing my computer down when I'm supposed to. I got to remember to move my body. That doesn't mean I have to go to CrossFit. That doesn't mean I have to run marathons. I just need to move my body. Where I'm at right now, my back is so sore. And I was laying in bed this morning and I realized I'm like, my back muscles are so tight. That's why my back hurts. Mm. I just need to kind of loosen them up. I need to get to that yoga class, right? Um, and then letting people that I know love them. For so long, I've loved my husband, but I always put this wall up that I don't need to show him. And it's kind of what we talked about two weeks ago when I talked about being a friend. I want to let my friends know. The people that I love, I want to let them know that I love them. And whether that's by just giving them a hug, even though I don't like to be hugged. You know, if, if, if their love language is touch, give them a hug. Um, just speaking, I love you. Doing those little things. And then um, laughing. Oh. Having allowing myself to have fun, stop worrying about what I look like to others. Because if I show up a hundred percent my authentic self, then that is the best thing that I could possibly do for me and for anybody else. Because I can be that container for somebody else, I can be that sounding board for somebody else if I'm a hundred percent me. Yeah, still feels I still have like I still want to know, am I awkward? I think we're all awkward. I think we're all awkward. Have I always been awkward? No. Depends. Don't know when that kind of set in and I don't like it or I want to shed it or do I want to embrace it and love it? I think, again, Brooke, just showing up 100% you for who you are that day. We showed up on Friday and then we showed up on Saturday. And I think getting our jitters out and shaking it off. And and, and, and another thing, we're getting feedback. We're getting feedback from people that are listening. And that in itself is like, Oh, oh my God, people are listening. People are listening and like, you know, and oh, you should listen. And, and it's, it's like a little cringy, but it feels good. So it's like we got to keep going, right? That's right. And we would love for you. We, we are starting to really um, get together and start thinking about how we are going to create a, create our in-the-middle meetups. Um, we have some things in the works and things that we're thinking of. So we're excited to kind of announce those in the next couple weeks. Um, <clears throat> we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to come on over and give us a review on Apple Podcasts and hit us up on over on Instagram at In the Middleish, In the Middleish Podcast at Instagram. Let us know kind of, you know, how you're feeling. What are what are some things that you did that yeah. were fun, gave you some big belly laughs recently? Yeah, and, and here's the other thing. We want to talk about it. Like what is what do you want? What isn't being talked about in your community that you want like want to talk about and get into and, and dig into and try to have some breakthroughs here and maybe how you're kind of letting go of some masculine energy and stepping into your feminine. So we're excited to be here. We're excited to see you on social media and we will see you next week.